This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Network, Network, Network. Long-ass greetings and salutations. It is the General. Welcome to a special edition, a Cigar Dave bonus briefing before our regular national show. And we welcome you to uh, join us. A couple of things that I just want to uh, get to today before we get to our Cigar and Beer Oktoberfest tasting maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We've got a great lineup of guests for you. In fact, front and center, I've got Voice Talent Ed right next to me. Voice Talent Ed, first... First time I think you've been here in Humidor 1A. I am indeed. Uh, uh, it's 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 an honor. I just forgot how to turn on the microphone. So boy, I tell you, I all get... you need to do is use the voice into the microphone. That don't, enough. Don't worry about the switch. That enough. I, I I brought a cigar, but I forgot a lighter and a cutter. So I am totally unprepared today. Voice talent, Ed. You are in Humidor 1A. How many? You're looking right now. We've got walls of thousands of cigars. I know. We've got uh, what about 50 different litation devices. We've got cutting devices. In fact, Ms. Kite will bring the harem in here for you. Oh. You won't even have to do anything. I just didn't want to take too much advantage of your generosity. Not a problem. That's I'm a five star general generosity. <laughs> My pleasure. It's a uh, pleasure. A lot to get to today here, and uh, I want to use this opportunity to get to some items that I won't have time to get to today because we have our beer. Tasting Maneuvers uh, with Mike Bryant of uh, Dunedin Brewery. And yesterday I spent an afternoon over at Dunedin Brewery in the Tampa Bay area. And we've got uh, some videos that we'll be posting. Everything you need to know about how beer is actually brewed. Very fascinating. We've got about uh, 18 different brews that we're going to uh, probably try to sample today on the uh, main show. But a couple of items that I want to get to. First, uh, and this will be my lead story on the main show today. Uh, the FDA which, as you know, wants to come after our beloved cigars. And one of the items that is of urgency is the fact that a proposed rule has moved from the Department of Health and Human Services to the Office of Management and Budget, which would begin the process to federally regulate premium cigars. They want to move it to the next phase. And as I have stated many times, we have to be ever vigilant we have to make sure that our voices are heard. The international premium cigar and pipe retailers have been on this, the Cigar Rights of America, the Cigar Association of America, but you as a cigar consumer and connoisseur has to make your voice heard as well. And this is crucial. We're at a very crucial time because there are enemies of pleasure within the FDA Department of uh, or Division of Tobacco Control. They've got like 3,000 people they've hired. They've got this big building. And all their job is, is to essentially micromanage anything to do with smoking. Now, primarily it's been cigarettes, but in the Smoking Act that was signed a number of years ago by, uh, by uh, Ayatollah Obama, one of the items that was in there is that the secretary of HHS, who now is Kathleen Sebelius, who can't even get a website working properly, she has the authority to introduce rulemaking to expand the scope of tobacco control to cigars, pipe tobacco, and other tobacco products. And, of course, this has been going on for the last couple of years. And what I find absolutely amazing about this is the FDA has loads and loads of time to hire and spend money on people who are nothing more than pleasure police. They have a a, a 
bent, they're hell-bent against people that want to enjoy a cigar. They have only one ulterior motive, and that is prohibition. Anything to do with tobacco. If, if, the FD, if, if a research scientist tomorrow came up with a cure for every kind of cancer and it used a derivative of a tobacco leaf, the FDA people, these, these moral police, these enemies of pleasure, they wouldn't be jumping up and down rejoicing saying, we found a cure for cancer. What they would be doing is saying, this is terrible. You're using tobacco. Tobacco is evil. Never mind that it could eliminate a, uh, a, a plethora, a slew of diseases. They simply do not care. They have absolutely no interest in any way, shape, or form for doing anything in which people who want to enjoy a cigar, people who want to enjoy themselves, make a legal adult decision, they could care less. They want prohibition. And they're going to do everything in their power to make it difficult for us to enjoy our cigars. User fees, which is nothing more than increased excise taxes. Eliminating the right to go into a walk-in humidor, a self-service walk-in humidor. Restrictions on sampling and marketing and advertising. Restrictions on your ability to even go in and touch a cigar like they do in Canada. You can't even touch a cigar until you buy it and you have to be accompanied in a humidor, which is under lock and key. We don't want that system here in the United States. And here's what I find amazing. The FDA cannot even properly ensure that our food supply is safe. They simply cannot do it. I'm just reading, here's another story that I find amazing. From the FDA, a warning was issued on Tuesday to consumers who purchase jerky treats for their dogs and cats, for their pets. They are now saying that cons- that uh, that be on the lookout for jerky treats made in China because over 600 dogs have died in the last number of years. Since 2007, 3,000 others have been sickened, and they believe that it has something to do with these jerky treats. And when they pulled a lot of these jerky treats off the shelves, the, the, in, the, the numbers of dogs getting sick or dying has decreased rapidly. So they can certainly make a correlation. Now, here's my question. I wouldn't trust anything made in China whether or not it is edible or not edible. Anything that comes from China most of the time is junk. We know that. But do you want to ingest medicine, pharmaceutical products, or food made in China? Well, here's a little secret that the FDA quietly announced a few weeks ago. They're going to allow American poultry producers who raise their chickens, they can slaughter their chickens here, but then they can ship them to China for processing. Now, my answer is, we're having dogs that are dying and getting sick because of the crap and the shit that they're that the damn Chinese are making. And yet the FDA wants to allow our food processors, our food and poultry producers, to send the chickens over to China so they can cause the same death and destruction to Americans. I mean, first of all, any of these poultry processors here in the United States ought to be ashamed of themselves. What, we can't make chicken and process chicken here? And here's my question, and I'm a dog owner, and I hate buying this the, 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 the Chinese crap and the Chinese bullshit. And I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I fucking hate the Chinese people. Hate them. Hate the government. Hate the Chinese. Can't stand those motherfuckers. But I will tell you this, that there is no way in hell that I would ever or you should ever eat 
any food made in China, any pharmaceutical product made in China. I don't feed that horse shit to my dog that comes from China. And yet, here we have the Food and Drug Administration now saying, well, we're going to increase our rulemaking over cigars. They can't even protect the food we eat or the dog food that's consumed. And this really bothers me. I, You know, I am not a China fan. And it's not the Chinese people. It's the Chinese pinko communist bastards that I hate. And I hate the fact that we as Americans have put our head between our tails and essentially handed them every damn manufacturing industry. We have essentially handed over control of many of our industries. We allow them to ship all their garbage into the country. And yet when, when an American company wants to go in to China, it's a very different story. I trust the Chinese government absolutely zero. And I think for the FDA to spend their time wasting their time on trying to regulate our cigars, instead of protecting the American population from tainted food, from infected food, from food that is loaded with E. coli and bacteria, and then telling poultry processors that you now can go ahead and whack your chickens here in the U.S. and ship it over to China for processing, they are fucking nuts. They are absolutely out of their minds. And we have seen exactly the competence level of the FDA over the last two, three weeks and health and human services. Kathleen Sebelius is a fucking idiot. She looks like she's 110 fucking years old with that white hair. I mean, honey, you ever heard of a, a, a you know, the FDA has approved hair dye. I mean, don't look like you're a hot. I know you're from Kansas, but seriously, like you're in Washington, you're the big city. Dye your hair. Try to look, uh, you know, like 58 years younger if you can. But what I find amazing is this idiot can't even oversee the launch of a website. Now, I love the Obama administration where they say, well, look, Apple has problems and all these other companies had issues. Last time I looked, Amazon on Christmas Day or on, on Black uh, Friday, after the busiest shopping day of the year and the Monday after Thanksgiving, their website doesn't crash. All these other companies, and Apple, this is nonsense that their website crashed. It had a lot of traffic. But after the first five, six hours, you could download the iOS 7 update, which I did. No problem. I downloaded the Mavericks update this week. No problem. Went out to everybody at the same time. Was done with 30 minutes. No problem. So it really gets me that we have the Food and Drug Administration that wants to meddle into our rights to enjoy a cigar, but yet they cannot in any way, shape, or form guarantee the safety of our food supply. We see it over and over from E. coli uh, uh, infestations to tainted food and now this nonsense in China. I would never in a million years buy any chicken for human consumption or any other food for human consumption made in China. We don't know what the inspect I don't they don't have any inspectors over there. They don't meet our inspection requirements. They certainly don't care. It is like the wild west. And if anybody allows not only just their dog but their kids or, or their family to consume chicken or beef or anything from China, they're out of their minds. And I've had it with the Chinese. I wish we had a president that had balls 
the size of bowling balls that told the Chinese to go fuck themselves. Just like Donald Trump said. He was right. Go screw themselves. Because the Chinese are not our friends. They are enemies. But yet, we keep throwing loads and loads of money, and American businesses keep sending more manufacturing work over there. So what? That they can basically come back and flip us the bird. Well, I say to the Chinese, they can go fuck themselves. I can't stand the Chinese. You know what the Chinese are good at? Making egg foo young and chicken chow mein. Made here in the United States. Not food for human consumption made in China. All right, a couple other things I will get to when we continue. If you want to jump on the line, we'll try to sneak in a call or two. 877-DAVE-007. It is the special, unrated, unabashed, uncut, explicit Cigar Dave bonus briefing before the national edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Follow the General all week long on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave and click like. Like. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival is fast approaching. Join cigar connoisseurs from across the country for the world's largest cigar celebration. The Tampa Cigar Festival takes place on Saturday, November 23rd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Fort Brook Cotenjobe Park, directly behind the Tampa Bay Times Forum in downtown Tampa. Enjoy great cigars and deals, Tampa-inspired delicacies, cool, refreshing craft beer from Cigar City Brewing, two stages of all-day continuous entertainment, and a live nationwide broadcast of the Cigar Dave Show, a Accompanied by the Don Juicium Orchestra. It's five acres of family-friendly cigar paradise. General admission is $10. Kids 12 and under free. Go all out with a VIP experience ticket. That includes private VIP tent and seating, all-day buffet from the Columbia Restaurant, open bar, and five premium cigars. The 2013 Tampa Cigar Festival. Saturday, November 23rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. in downtown Tampa. Info and VIP tickets at tampacigarfestival.com. That's tampacigarfestival.com. Welcome back to the special Cigar Dave bonus briefing. We are uh, just about 20 minutes away from the start of the national show. Cigar Oktoberfest beer tasting maneuvers today. We've got voice talent Ed, uh, front and center in Humidor 1A. And we've also got some special guests from Dunedin Brewing, a very nice craft brewer right here in the Tampa Bay area. Voice talent Ed, you brought up something very quickly talking about HHS Secretary Kathleen Sebelius. I forget what the quote was, but she said she doesn't work for, um, and whatever it was, and a, a friend of mine on Facebook po- posed the question, well, who does she work well, for? Right. She, she, what she said was, she said, I don't work for those people that are criticizing That's me. That's what hell it was, yes. she doesn't. Yeah. She absolutely works for every American in this country, especially taxpaying Americans. Absolutely. And as a taxpaying American, you and I uh, are, are perturbed that $600 million of our of our tax dollar goes vanishes into thin air because they're so goddamn incompetent. Absolutely. I'm telling you, it is an absolute joke. And when I when I when I saw that that sack of shit uh uh congressman that uh, Pallone, which one we are, which one <laughs> Pallone from New Jersey saying this is a monkey this is a monkey court I, frankly the first thing I was shocked that that Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson didn't say wait a minute that's racist because you're, you're you're saying a monkey court wait a minute monkey could be equated with black the president's black we, we could say that's that's racist but then again he's a taxicrat oh, so they never go after that now if a Republican would have said that oh the racism 
let's let's have a a, a rally here against racism. <laughs> but the mere fact that 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 congressman doesn't even care about six hundred million of American taxpayers' dollars vanishing speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. He's a total you know sob. Cannot stand him. Uh, a couple other things I want to get to here. Uh, you know we've seen this nonsense about bullying that's uh, gone on. I I think really the bullying issue has been brought up over the last year in in more frequent type situations. Every kid's getting, listen, bullying's been around for ages. The problem right now is not to say, well, kids shouldn't bully. The problem is we've created giant pussies (laughs) out of our nation's utes. And that's the reality, that what has happened over the last 40 years is women now want everyone, not just women, but boys, to be in touch with their feminine side. They want them to be wussified, feminized little pussies. That's exactly what they want, all right? And so here we now have a a country that always goes, the pendulum goes from one extreme to the other. And the perfect example of this is now bullying, where instead of using common sense, just like with drugs in the school place, if somebody brings in 10 keys of cocaine, as Tony Montana would say, I would say, you know what? Yeah, they probably should be suspended. When a kid brings in an aspirin because he's got a headache or brings in a, a, uh, a decongestant because they are, they've got a cold, it would seem to me that the zero tolerance uh, a rule that is in effect They're makes no sense. The exactly. There is a big difference between a kid saying, hey, I got a headache. You know, I'm not feeling well. My mother gave me an aspirin to take, you know, at noon today and a kid bringing in 10 keys of cocaine or heroin or marijuana, whatever. And yet, here what we have is the zero-tolerance policy. So now the kid that brings in the aspirin all of a sudden is, uh, is, is gets suspended. He's the next coming of the Medellin cartel. All right? That's exactly right. we got Tony Montana with the machine guns and coke flying all over the place because now he's got a little aspirin or an Advil. And the same thing is going on with bullying. Instead of saying, hey, listen, when people are, if they're beaten up or whatever, okay. But let's teach the kids to be tougher. All right, every kid, when I was in school, you learn to be tough. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a perfect example of now this bullying run amok. In uh, uh, Texas, Aleda High School, which is a top-ranked high school team, they are the top-ranked Class 4A program in Texas. They are 7-0. and They are 4-0 in District 7-4A. Uh, in its last four district games, Aledo High School – and I want to see if I've got the name. The uh, let's see here. It doesn't. I don't think they've got their nickname. Yeah, the uh, Alito, uh, Alito Bearcats. The Alito Bearcats have outscored their opponents in district games, 84, 77, 84, and 91 points. All right. They played against Western Hills, the Western Hills Cougars, uh, a week ago. They beat the Cougars 91 to nothing. 91 to nothing. Now, the coach took his starters out. The coach of the winning team, Alito, took his starters out after 21 snaps. They only threw the ball 10 times. And further in the third quarter, they agreed to run a, a, to, to implement a running clock, meaning that the clock would not stop for anything to get the game over. He had his third stringers in already in the first quarter. Okay? 91 to nothing. So the coach of the opposing team of the Western Hills Cougars said, hey, they beat us fair and square, and uh, he didn't see anything wrong with the way Aledo handled the game. He thought the game was handled fine. He said they're number one for a reason, 
And uh, I know Coach Buchanan, who is the coach, and he basically said he did everything right. Well, a parent on the Western Hills Cougars team filed a bullying report saying that Alito High School and their head coach, Tim Buchanan, bullied the other team. Now, they got their asses rung pretty well. 91 to nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I would say. The the coach, after 21 snaps, 21 snaps, takes out his starters, puts in the second and third stringers, runs the ball, does not passes a total of 10 times the whole game, puts a running clock in, and they still get their asses cleaned. Just get creamed. So one of the parents has a big problem. And by law, it is required that the school district actually look into that case of bullying, which to me is absolutely ridiculous. And it shows you exactly how ridiculous it is. The Texas uh, uh, Board of Education came out and said, there is no bullying. I mean, nobody. But this is what's happened now. You have parents that instead of toughening up their kids, they now have to say, oh, he's been bullied. And here's another example. A kid at Rittman High School outside of Akron, Ohio, by the name of Nick Andre, he's a junior, in his uh, composition class, his assignment was to write a poem about something that makes him mad. He plays on Rittman's football team. They're one and seven. He decided to write a poem to vent his anger about the team's disappointing season. I'll read you some snippets. Not the greatest poem. It's in no way, shape, or form uh, will endanger Robert Frost's uh, 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 standing as an outstanding <laughs> poet. It, and it, the the a poem's called Stupid. Losing season, favoritism. Nonstop passes from best friend to best friend. Continuously doing what doesn't work. Drop passes, but yet still the superstar. Yeah, right. Where's my scholarship? I can drop passes. Now, I would expel him for writing a terrible composition, a terrible poem. <laughs> but he was expressing his First Amendment right. Did not name any names. He simply... Uh, expressed what he was feeling and he didn't do it i don't think in a in a derogatory manner or in an overly negative uh, uh, manner well apparently the school principal of rittman high school nick evans charged that uh, young andre and i quote wrote a mean and disrespectful poem about another student and our athletic director slash head coach and he characterized the assignment poem as hazing harassment and said that it was bullying now that is not bullying. This child, this student, has a First Amendment right. There is nothing in that poem that he wrote that talked about a specific person, didn't name any names, wasn't derogatory. All he did was express his feelings. Now, they're one in seven for a reason, because clearly either the players are not good or the coach are not good or there's, there's a combination. And clearly he addressed something that he felt was important. The mother of uh, Andre. Julie Andre went in to meet with the principal. She refused to sign her son's letter of suspension, and she said all the principal could refer to was that he was bullying, which is absolutely ridiculous. So now you have this 16-year-old student who gets suspended, gets thrown off the football team, and now it goes on his permanent record, and it could affect his ability to get into college, which is absolutely ridiculous. The only fucking idiot of this whole story is the school principal, Nick Evans. Where do they get these administrators? I mean... I'll tell you what. Uh, not everyone, but most of these administrators were the people that were last to get picked for any uh, high school, for any athletic team. Okay? These are the guys that were the hall monitors. Now, mm-hmm. not everyone, because I know a ton of great educators. Uh, the school that I went to had great educators. But you see a lot of them, and they have no common sense. And this is another example. To me, it's absolute ludicrousy, and it is ridiculous. This student 
should absolutely sue. There's an attorney that is looking at it. Good. His First Amendment rights were violated. You're asked to write a poem on something that makes you angry. You should have the right, the creative freedom to do that, so long as you don't threaten someone to say, I'm angry, I'm going to go kill you, I'm going to slash your throat, and I'm going to uh, wrap you all up and take a chainsaw and buzz your heads off. He didn't do that. But this is, again, the ludicrousness. There's another story that I don't have time to that I will maybe get on the main show today about uh, Halloween costumes that are banned by several universities because they deem them offensive. Did you see my Facebook uh, posting about that? I did. Ah. I did. You did. Yes. Thank you for the program, uh, for the for the topic. All right. So there we have it, uh, lieutenants. The uh, the cigar day bonus uh, briefing is now concluded. This will also be available in podcast form. And the one thing I love about these bonus briefings and these podcasts, I don't have any FCC restrictions. So when I want to call the Chinese fucking idiots, that's exactly what I'm going to do because that's exactly what I believe. And they are dangerous. They are enemies. No way, in no way, shape, or form are they our friends, our allies. And unfortunately, we have a president and even past administrations were too damn stupid to realize that. The Chinese are evil, they are enemies, and they are killing our dogs, and I guarantee you, with the FDA allowing poultry processors to send chickens that were slaughtered here to get processed in China, they will kill Americans, mark my words. Screw the FDA, screw Sibelius, and screw China. And I'm sticking to it. Voice Talonette, are you ready for the main show? I certainly am. All right, fantastic. Well, we are all set. Lieutenants, don't forget main show coming up here at 12.06 Eastern Time. Make sure you uh, listen either uh, one of our terrestrial stations or also you can catch it on the Cigar Dave mobile app or at CigarDave.com. Cigar Dave, the general, we will see you on the and talk to you on the main show. You can tell I am worked up. I am ready for beer tasting maneuvers today, coast to coast. Get that drink ready. I've got more. I've got about 12 of those drinks ready to go. Sibelius, I could drink about 10 kegs because of her. (laughs) 